0: Welcome to the Koozie Sports NFL Podcast Week 2, the second edition of our podcast. I'm Big Red alongside Lil' Koozie. What's up, everybody? And we are ready to get rolling. Uh, Let's first do it. First up, we're going to recap our great picks from last week because they were really great. Yeah, we got off to a hot start just to let
1: y'all know. Like I said... Get on our train, because it's going to keep on choo-chooing. We went 2-1 to start the week. I'll let Big Red take over.
0: So uh, we had 10 units for Chiefs game. We had the Chiefs. Chiefs minus 4 on the spread. Um, we had the Texans plus plus six and a half, five 5 units on that. Um, and then the Chargers minus 6.5. We didn't get that one, but we're up 10 units. Up 10 units From after week, week one. Pretty solid all in all. So, On to week two. Week two. Yeah, we have, we're going to have four picks this week. So we're going to go through all the games again. And then we will tell you which ones that we're picking. So first up, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. Uh, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Carolina minus six and a half. Yeah, so both teams coming off of
1: tough losses. Carolina lost to the Rams week one and the Buccaneers lost to San Fran week one. So, back both these teams to to come out hot. You got Jameis Winston and Cam Newton, too. I mean, Cam Newton's a great quarterback. Jameis Winston ain't much, but um, not a very exciting Thursday night game. Um, I like the Panthers minus six and a half, but this isn't an official pick for the week, but that's all I got for this game. Not a very
0: exciting game. Well... Oh, well. Thir- the Thursday night games are usually not as good as Sunday or Monday night, so that's yeah. why they're Thursday night. Alrighty, On to the Sunday uh, noon, 1 p.m. Eastern games. Uh, first one, Arizona at Baltimore. Baltimore is minus 13.5. The over-under is 46.5 for that game.
1: This is an interesting one, Big Red. One, because Kyler Murray's going to see a really good defense in Baltimore uh, in a hostile environment. Obviously, they played Detroit last week, and they managed to tie um, after being down a bunch. So I don't really know. If you're a Cardinals fan, I don't know really where your head's at. I mean, you just tied. I I really never know what to think about a tie. Um, But... Tyler Murray showed some good things on on Sunday and Baltimore's going to be a big test for him. He's going to have to find a way to get to get receivers open and hopefully hopefully Arizona can put up a good fight because I think they got a pretty good offense. I just don't know about their defense. And then on the other side, obviously, the Ravens tore up Miami in week 1. They put up I think 59 points and Lamar Jackson accounted for five touchdowns. So you know what they're capable of, um, but you just want to see if maybe Lamar Jackson can keep it up because what he did week one was Lamar crazy. Lamar
0: Jackson and Mark Ingram had pretty good days. Yeah,
1: and if you are uh, if you had Lamar Jackson on your fantasy team, I'm assuming you won week one.
0: Alrighty. Uh next up, San Francisco at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals minus two. The over-under is at 45 for this one.
1: Okay, so yeah, on this game, Bengals played Seattle last week in Seattle, and they actually played them pretty close, closer than I thought they would. San Fran beat Tampa Bay, which isn't anything special to below average teams, but I do think Garoppolo looked pretty good against uh, Tampa Bay, so this isn't the most exciting game, but it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals respond after um, losing week one to Seattle um because the AFC North could end up being one of the closer divisions this year and San Fran you just got to hope that Garoppolo can stay healthy this year because he's shown potential but it'd be nice if they gave him some weapons cuz right now he doesn't have many guys to throw to so hopefully uh he can stay healthy but this is this should be an interesting game because since he's coming off that loss to Seattle a Little Koozie didn't you have a bold
0: prediction about the Bengals last last podcast I think you said maybe they were only going to get 4 wins yeah, who they gonna beat them Bengals? I say about 12 teams are gonna beat them. Big well, net. Uh You may be right on that, but uh, we'll Andy write.
1: Andy Dalton, I don't know what he doing. He he's got a
0: firehead,
1: and he just he just ain't the same. He used to be all right,
0: but my man, he got something wrong with his head. Well, we will keep you updated on them Bengals. Yeah, them four and 12 bungles. All righty. Uh, next game, This is uh, we've got a pick on this one. Woo! Get your pencils and pens out, ladies and gentlemen, and write this one down. Because you're going to be wanting to go to the sports book and putting some money on this and one. And then
1: after that, you're going to be wanting to go to the bank and cash in that check.
0: Uh-huh. Los Angeles Chargers at the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit is... Plus two and a half in this one. Uh, the over under is 48. We are taking the Chargers uh, five units on this one.
1: Yeah, so I like the Chargers on the spread here, minus two and a half. Lines are also coming off of a tie to Arizona. Like I said, if you're a fan of Detroit, I don't know how you're supposed to feel. I guess you're pretty happy. You're, you've been pretty bad for a couple of years, so a tie isn't terrible. But yeah, I don't know how the Chargers are only favored by two and a half points. I feel like. Even though it's in Detroit, you know, you got the veteran Phillip Rivers and you got some offensive weapons out there. So I really like the Chargers uh, minus 2.5 here, and I think the five-unit play will definitely hit. So
0: go for it. All righty, next up, this one is also a pick that we have. Minnesota at Green Bay, Green Bay minus 3. And we have Green Bay in this one, but 10 units on this. Wow! 10-unit play. Everyone
1: listen up. Everybody listen up. Green Bay's defense is legit. I don't know if you watched the Slugfest Thursday night last week, but it wasn't the prettiest game. But if you like low-scoring games and you saw Green Bay's defense, they looked really good. Uh, Minnesota beat... Who did Minnesota beat week one? Oh, Minnesota beat up Atlanta week one, so that was pretty impressive considering... You know Atlanta's got some firepower on offense, so still like, I still like Bing Bang. Who do
0: I like here? Big Red. Green Bay. I
1: like Green Bay. Sorry, I'm, I'm losing my memory here. Yeah, I like Green Bay minus three at home.
0: He likes Rodgers.
1: I like Rodgers at home at Lambeau Field. So, I think what? How many units on this one? Ten units. Ten this unit is play. Big. This is big. It's a max play, everybody. Make sure you write that down and go bag it.
0: All right. Uh, next up. Jacksonville at Houston. Houston minus eight and a half. The over/under is forty-three and a half.
1: So obviously, the biggest storyline from Week One was the Houston and New Orleans game. Houston, I mean, Deshaun Watson played his ass off, but they didn't deserve to lose that game. You just hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Really, it was it was kind of stunk. I really wanted the Texans to win, but you know they got the Jaguars this week, so hopefully they can pull it out because Nick Foles is injured and. Um, I think the Texans are at home in this one, Big Red. Yep. Yeah, the in Texans Houston. are at, in Houston. So um, I think they'll have a bounce back week and um, beat the Jaguars pretty good in this one, especially since they have no Nick Foles. And Houston looked pretty good on Monday night. They just couldn't find a way to get a stop at the end. So I think Houston yeah, the, wins this one. the
0: drive by Deshaun was pretty good. Epic. Um, that, uh. That shows that could give him a you know a confidence boost later in the season, you know, getting <sighs> getting it done with less than a minute. A lot of, a lot happened right there in that last minute of that game. Yeah. All righty. Next we have the Patriots at Miami and wait for it. Miami is plus nineteen in this Over forty seven and a half.
1: Plus nineteen. Um, stay away from this spread. That is a sucker bet if you take Miami. If I was going to say to take anybody, it would be New England on the spread. But don't take New England on the spread because it's... Vegas is... You know how good Vegas is at putting out lines. And this is a sucker bet. I wouldn't be surprised if a New England ends up winning by 19. So just stay away from this game. But, uh... Let's let's talk about someone. Who are we get to talk about, Big Red?
0: Oh, one of uh, New England's star uh, sex predators now, Antonio Brown. Yeah,
1: let's talk about A.B. So, obviously, if you haven't already heard, which if you haven't, you probably live under a rock. Um, A.B. was traded from the Steelers to the Raiders. And from the Raiders, or er, during his tenure with the Raiders, he had some issues. Um, he burned his feet. He couldn't find a helmet he liked, and, you know, ultimately he ended up being released. A very exciting offseason. Yeah, a very exciting offseason for A.B. Um, so, as you would expect, the Patriots just, you know, snuck in there and picked him up right after he was released from the Raiders. And now he is under some sexual assault allegations. So, it'll be interesting to see where that goes as far as um, when he may be able to play or even if the Patriots will keep him on the squad because I really don't know what the future holds for AB, but what do you think about it, Big Red?
0: Well, just, I'm reading here from the New York Post, so I'll read it. Uh, The personal trainer accusing star New England Patriots uh, Antonio Brown of rape is a former gymnast who first met the athlete at Bible study, and she claims she has passed a lie detector test about the alleged attack. Brittany Taylor first encountered Brown at a Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting at Central Michigan University in 2010 when she was a freshman and he was a dynamic receiver for the school's football team, according to the suit. Uh, it sounds like after, well, uh, Miss Taylor is going to be getting married this weekend, and then after that the NFL is going to be meeting with her, and I'm not really sure what's going to be going down there, but the suit is definitely going forward. Um, and anoth- it's a civil suit, not a criminal suit, correct? Right. And another thing is that uh, Antonio Brown was at practice today, so you know it sounds like he's just going to keep going business as usual with the continued circus surrounding him. So
1: another phenomenon uh, regarding AB. Is you know there's a guy in the Patriots that already wears number 84, Ben Watson, and A.B. has worn 84 his whole life. So you have to wonder with how crazy this dude really is. Could this be another uh, another obstacle that he has to overcome to you know actually stay on a football team for for the regular season? I mean, with how crazy he's been in the offseason, I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that um, really sets back him and the Patriots just because he he wants to wear his number, but it's just another
0: thing to think about with this this head case. Yeah, uh, another thing to note just uh, in fairness to Antonio Brown, he has denied uh, the allegations and uh, has said he is going to pursue all legal remedies to clear his name and protect other athletes against false accusations. So Uh, We will watch to see how this plays out in the coming weeks and months. Yep. All righty. Next game, and this is another play that we have. We got a lot of plays this week. We got four plays. It's a big week. Yeah, big, big week. The Buffalo Bills at the New York Giants. The New York Giants plus one and a half. We have the New York Giants in this one with five units on them.
1: So big red. The Bills are coming off of a win against the Jets. Um, It was kind of a scrappy game. The Bills were down pretty much the whole game until the end, and they finally pulled it off. But uh, the Giants are coming off a sloppy loss against Dallas. They got destroyed. Um, But I still think – I like the Giants here plus one and a half. I think –
0: They're at home.
1: They're at home. Um, Josh Allen is obviously still young, and he's got he's got uh, room to improve. But I just have a feeling that the Giants um, are gonna pull this one out. You know, betting doesn't always have to be logical. You just kind you get that gut feeling. You know, sometimes you just feel it, and this is one that I feel. So five units on the Giants plus one and a half here. I think I think the Giants pull
0: it out. All righty. Next up, the Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh minus four in this one. The over/under is at 46 and a half. So this is a bigger noon
1: game. I thought this would be a prime time game, actually. Um, but the Seahawks are coming off of a big win against Cincy at home last week, so they they're just gonna do what they do. Russell Wilson looked good, and their defense has always looked pretty good. And then, you know, the Steelers have some issues of their own. They lost 33 to three in Foxbor- Foxboro and uh, laid an egg there. So they have some stuff to prove also to, to really show people that they're still a AFC um, contender and threat. So I think the Steelers are going to come out hot in this one at home. Um, like I said, they got destroyed by New England by 30 points, and they look terrible in all facets of the game. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers take this one, but we don't have a pick on this game for the week.
0: All righty, next up. The Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is minus three in this one. The over/under is at forty-four and a half. So I would say the
1: the Titans, big red, are one of the big big storylines from Week One as well. Coming off that big win against Cleveland, there was all that we talked about the hype that Cleveland had all offseason in the previous episode and they lost 43 to 13 against Tennessee which no one I no one saw that coming. So what was Tennessee minus 3 in this one? Yeah. So, you know, the Colts the Colts put up a good fight against the Chargers last week, but with how good Tennessee looked against Cleveland, you really have to think that they're going to come out at home and play Play good again. We don't have a play yeah. on this game. but
0: Tennessee could be 3-0 and really quick. They've got the Colts, and then after that they go play the Jags. Yeah, so, so if you're a
1: Tennessee fan, there's a lot to look forward to. Mariota looked great, and the defense looked polished. So uh, this is another one of the interesting games for the week. I don't really know what
0: to expect, but
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee comes out and gets another dub.
0: All righty. Next up is the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. Uh Redskins plus 5 in this one. The over under is at 46. Is it, who's at home here? Washington. Washington. Cowboys on the road. I was How? thinking about
1: putting a play out on this game, but I just didn't have it just didn't feel right to me. Washington was plus 5, but I decided not to put put any play out on this game, but Obviously, Dallas looked great against the Giants last week. Prescott threw for uh, 400 yards and had like three touchdowns. So this is a big year for him because his contract is up and he could be getting paid. And then Zeke Zeke reportedly has said that he wants a bigger load. So hopefully everyone gets what they want in Dallas because,
0: you know, Dallas is America's team, right, Big Red? Yeah, how about them Cowboys? Yeah. I've heard a few of the talking heads on uh – some of the sports sta- stations saying that it's going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles in that division this year. And both of them, may, you know, may end up around 12 and 4. And it would be a big deal because one of them would or would likely get a first-round buy in the playoffs, and the other one would have a wild-card spot. Yep. Um, so probably going to be really competitive between those two and come down to uh, the very last week for, you know, jockeying in and playoff position. Yep. All righty, we are moving on to the Sunday afternoon games now. First up, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders. Oakland here is plus 7.5, and, and the over-under is 53. So the hard-knock Raiders are coming off of a pretty big win Monday
1: night against... Uh, Denver, you know, Derek Carr looked really good, and uh, the defense looked great, but they just they just lost uh, their their safety. I think his name is Jonathan Abram, who was featured a lot on Hard Knocks. Um, he just did something to his shoulder in Week One, and he's got to get surgery, and he's out for the season. So hopefully he gets back to a full full recovery because he's a really good player. But as far as this game goes, Kansas City. Kansas City was great against Jacksonville. The offense was clicking just like they, just like it was last year. Um, and then I think, what were the Raiders, plus 7.5? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a
0: play on this game. but What do you it, think about Patrick Mahomes? He was through for 378 yards and had three TDs in week one. Uh,
1: I'm not surprised. Last year he threw for 50 touchdowns. 50 touchdowns in 50. 5,000 yards. So I'm not surprised uh, that he had a good week one. But I wouldn't be surprised if Oakland gives him a good run for his money. Who's at home here? Oakland, right? Yes. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Oakland can, uh, you know, find a way to win a game that they shouldn't.
0: All righty. We are moving on to Chicago at Denver. The Broncos plus two and a half here. The over under, 40 and a half. Chicago at Denver, right? Yes, both teams are 0 and 1. Uh, had both lost last week. Joe Flacco, now the quarterback for the Denver Broncos, um, had was okay last week. 268 yards, one TD. Probably the the over under is pretty low here, so probably. A low scoring game
1: yeah uh chicago obviously looked terrible in that slug fest on thursday night last week they didn't they were at home they could have they could they could have gotten off to a hot start to the season but uh they let rogers come in there and beat them up so um look for chicago to bounce back against denver i think they're the better team and they made i mean they made the playoffs last year so i think they're they could be a playoff team but um, not after how they looked week one, that's for sure. All righty, now we
0: are moving on to the Saints at the Rams. Rams minus two and a half. The over-under is 52 and a half in this one.
1: Who dat? Who dat? I'll tell you who dat. Them Rams going to beat up on them Saints this week. Saints uh Saints caught a little bit of a break last week. Uh, They should have lost against the Texans, but their kicker bailed him out with a fifty eight yarder to, to end the game. So career
0: long. Yeah,
1: career long for Lutz. Um and the Rams obviously uh did what they did against Carolina and they they look sharp. So um I think this really comes down to the 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 Rams being at home. I, I like I like how they play at home and I think they're gonna beat the Saints week two.
0: Not an official play, though, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, We are moving on to an official play now, though. The Sunday night game, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is plus one and a half in this one, and we have five units on Atlanta. Yeah, five units on Atlanta.
1: This is our, uh, this should be our last, fourth and last play of the week. Correct. Yeah. So... Atlanta is coming off of a tough loss against Minnesota. They really got buoyed around uh, out in Minnesota. They didn't look good. And uh, the Eagles played Washington last week and looked pretty sloppy in the first half until I don't know what uh, message they got at halftime, but it seemed to work because they ended up beating uh, Washington after being down 17. So this is a, this is a really good primetime game. I'm looking forward to it. And I think Atlanta... Uh, pulls it out Atlanta is what plus one and a half yeah only yeah. plus one and a half only yet. plus one and a half but I like them with the points at home they need to they need a win to get their season going so yeah pick Atlanta plus one and a half you won't regret it
0: moving on the Monday night game uh Cleveland at the New York Jets the Jets are plus two and a half the over under 45 and a half.
1: Yeah, so we didn't have uh any picks on this game. Obviously, Cleveland uh got
0: off to a rocky start
1: at home against Tennessee. They kind of laid an egg, which I don't think anyone expected, especially with all the hype that came with Cleveland over the uh duration of the off season. So, if they lay another egg, the hype will have fizzled out. Yeah, if they if they lose to the Jets this on Monday night, I think all the hype's going to go away. Um obviously, there's been a a thing going around with Odell Beckham he's he wore a watch week one and the NFL is finding him and there's this whole um
0: how what was the value of that watch wasn't it like 180,000 or something ridiculous that was so you know I guess when you make that much money you might as well wear a million dollar watch out there it doesn't really matter yeah but apparently he's uh
1: he doesn't care what the NFL NFL says he says he's gonna keep on wearing it and just accept the fine so good for him I'm happy he's uh able to wear his watch but as far as the Jets go, they they uh, lost a tough one to the Bills, and they were up the whole game and ended up losing it like on uh, the last in the last half of the fourth quarter. So uh, I hope I think the Browns are gonna pull this one out. But not, no official plays, but uh, the br- the Browns need it.
0: To get the Browns the need
1: it, and they're expected to win.
0: So hopefully they can pull it out. righty, so that's all the games for week two. But we're gonna go through really quick and recap. The plays that we've got for this week. So we have the first one. We have the Chargers. Five units on that. Play is play. They're minus two and a half in that one. Uh, Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers. This one is ten units. Max Uh, play. Green Bay minus three. Third, we have the New York Giants. Five units on this one. Isn't
1: that tough to believe that we're picking the New
0: York Giants?
1: Yeah. It shouldn't be because
0: they're they're going to cover just what? They're plus one and a half. Then the fourth and final pick of the week, the Sunday night game, we have the Atlanta Falcons, five units, and they are plus one and a half.
1: Yeah, so that just about does it uh, for this week. Like I said, those four plays will hit. So go ahead and bag it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast. I'm Little Koozie. I'm Big
0: Red. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Koozie Sports. And go ahead and subscribe to our podcast as well. We'll see you all next week. Peace out.